Hello and welcome back to Bo My God. I'm your host, Bo Bradley. My pronouns are he and they. This is episode 26 of Bo My God, if you can believe it. We have an exciting lineup of guests coming per usual, but not only that, but we're going to be switching it up a little bit in terms of how the podcast is structured and how we rotate kind of topics and information and personal experiences, et cetera. So we're going to see how it feels, see what you all think, see how I feel, and we'll go from there. So today I'm going to be on my own. We're going to talk a little bit about some current events and what's going on in the world, a little bit of queer and trans news, and then going to do a little check-in with me and where I'm at and how my journey on testosterone is going. And then, yeah. So the first thing I want to do is, per usual, you know what it is. (laughs) I'm going to remind you what you missed last time on BMG. So last episode, we sat down with Juniper and Jupiter from the world's first transgender cultural district, which is in San Francisco, California, USA. We had a lovely chat about the Compton Cafeteria riots, the expectations people bring with them when they visit the transgender district, and most importantly, some of the things that the district is doing to further trans rights, education, resources, lots of wonderful things, including how they were able to establish the United States' first ever Transgender History Month in August of each year in coordination with the San Francisco Mayor's Office. And that went into place on August 24th of this year. So some really cool history we got to talk about. And we talked about it on the podcast before it was enacted. So kind of feels like a little bit of history itself. So check that episode out if you haven't. If you live in or around or visit the Bay Area, maybe you want to check them out. Even if you don't, check them out anyways. You can find them on social media as Transgender District, or you can find them at www.transgenderdistrictsf.com. So moving along into our queer happenings, current events, last week, a human rights tribunal in British Columbia, Canada, ordered a restaurant in Gibsons, BC, to implement mandatory human rights trainings for all staff and managers, including a statement in employee policies that affirm every employee's right to be addressed with correct pronouns after a former server was terminated for how they responded to being repetitively misgendered and referred to consistently as pet names like Honey and Sweetie. The restaurant is also being held accountable to pay the former employee 30 grand. So let's just serve as a reminder to everyone that misgendering is not only hurtful and damaging, but is literally a violation of one's human rights. If you don't believe me, talk to Canada. (laughs) So a rule of thumb I continue to follow is referencing people as they, them with their pronouns until they confirm to me what they are. And you could also, when you introduce yourself, start including your pronouns and ask for the other other person's pronouns if they don't offer theirs in their introductions. Sometimes it can feel silly at first when you try something new especially if it's something that you feel like is tied so closely to your identity and is important to you. But if you run it through your head a few times, try it out loud with yourself, maybe with a friend. You can even practice right here with me. I can go first. Hi, my name is Bo. My pronouns are he and they. What are your pronouns? Awesome. It can honestly change a situation from anxious to comfortable for a surprising number of people. 
just knowing that upfront you respect them, you respect them for who they are. You're not going to try and invalidate their identity. It just, it goes a long way. Okay, moving on. Another positive thing that happened for transgender people recently in a very special place for me, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in the U.S., Last week, Philly unveiled its first ever mural celebrating the lives of transgender people. The mural is illustrated by Kayangi, is titled We Are Universal, and includes the sentiments, we're trans, we feel rage, we are joyful, and we're survivors. It's on a lavender background featuring flowers, butterflies, and the images of two residents of the city's Morris home, which is the only residential recovery center in the U.S. that specifically serves trans people. The mural, which is in Fishtown in Philly, was made in collaboration with Morris Home. And the theme of this year's Mural Art Month, which this mural was a part of in Philly, is resilience. Pretty cool thing. Murals are really prevalent in cities and they serve such a good purpose as representation and visibility to the people who live in in and around those areas. And this is a great story and a great mural. And the next time I go home, I hope it's still there. So the last current event I have for you today coming out of Orlando, Florida, again, the United States, where a high schooler was elected as the first ever transgender homecoming queen. The 17-year-old Olympia High School student, Evan Bialasuknya, shared with her local NBC affiliate, WESH, that she played football for like six to eight years and remembers watching the cheerleaders because she wanted to be one of them and that she felt accepted and a sense of belonging after being crowned homecoming queen. It's a really sweet story. Not only is it an awesome thing, but it kind of reminds me about how in middle and high school, I would always be watching the football players as I was cheering, wishing to be them, and how this is kind of in reverse. And too bad Evan and I can't swap school sport experiences. I mean, I still cheer. I love cheering, but that would have been really cool. But it's, it's cool to see more people be able to do things that we couldn't, you know, and I just hope the world becomes an even more accepting and tolerant place. So this, I guess, is a great way to segue into our next segment, which is a catch up with me on my journey with gender affirming hormone therapy, aka testosterone. (laughs) Uh, So it's been about nine and a half months at this point that I've been on testosterone. If you can't tell, my voice has got into a little bit of a cracky phase, but it's gotten really deep. I listened back to my voice in the beginning before I started testosterone. So like last November, December, and it sounded so bizarre. I didn't even recognize it. So that's kind of cool. Definitely some changes there. Uh, I've been feeling really great. My body has been feeling pretty healthy. My muscles are getting bigger. I've noticed every time I exercise, the muscles almost hurt a little more or a little differently, but then they just bulk up very quickly, (laughs) which is great. Uh, All of my body fat has redistributed to my gut. So I have a pot belly. That's a thing. But, um, you know, (laughs) yeah. But everywhere else is just like leaning up and we'll see what continues to happen. Kind of exciting. I have been shaving my facial hair once a week. That's about all I need (laughs) at this point, but it's coming together. What else? I have plenty of body hair, especially on my back. That's new and different and very itchy. It's funny. I remember my brother growing up having an itchy back a lot and just asking me to scratch it. And I was like, damn, this kid's back itches all the time. But funny story. Now I'm growing back hair. My back itches all the time. And now I understand. 
<laughs> so there's that. Uh, yeah, so good things all around on that front. On a oh my god front, BMG is now officially a licensed business. We have merch. You can check out our website, which is www.bowmygod.com. There are hoodies, stickers, hats. The hoodies are really new up there. I just made them available after only having them kind of for our little Bow My God crew for a little bit. And there's going to be more to come and some more styles and things. We're just, you know, starting small. So if you're looking for stickers, they're cool. They have the trans flag on them. They got pop surgery scars. Say, oh my God, like a tattoo. Have um, currently four, almost five, ordered five different skin tones and got four in the mail. So have to do a, a second order there. But either way, there's options for that. There's a few different hat options. And yeah, if you're interested, check it out. Okay, so for the final segment of today, I want to move on to, I don't exactly know what I want to title this section yet, so please feel free to give us any suggestions and ideas, and please do let us know on social media, on our website, by email. You can email me directly at bow at bowmygod.com, um, what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about. But the, what one thing I want to do is I want to make sure you hear from queer and trans voices every episode that aren't just fine, even if we don't have a particular guest on. So I want to read you a portion of Beyond the Gender Binary by Alok Bademinen. Um, because I just, I think it says some stuff better than I ever could. So the days that I feel most beautiful are the days that I am most afraid. They tell us to be ourselves, but if you listen closely, there's more to that sentence. Until you make them uncomfortable. Be yourself until you make them uncomfortable. There's always a limit, a breaking point. Once you cross the line, then you are too much and are put back in your place. In this way, acceptance of self-expression becomes conditional. Express yourself using this template under these constraints with this time limit. Go. It's like being handed over a scan. It's like being handed over a scantron sheet and demanded to paint a self-portrait on it. It's possible, of course, but why even bother when a canvas is within our reach? Is it really a choice when you don't get to select the options you are given to begin with? The other day, I left the house wearing a teal dress, purple lipstick, and a full beard. I have always, and I mean always, loved color. If you flip through our old family photo albums, it'll feel like sifting through the pages of a fashion magazine. There I am at five years old, wearing a vibrant floral print t-shirt with fuchsia shorts, a pink lunchbox, and a huge smile to top it all off. What I like about colors is that when you mix them together, they become greater than a sum of their parts something different altogether. No one goes around asking, but are you really more blue or more green? Teal is not blue-green, it is teal. But I'm getting ahead of myself here, back to the other day. I have to admit it was foolish of me to leave the house in that dress. New York winters are unforgivingly cold. There was I, with no coat, trekking through the streets on my way to the grocery store. As I walked down 6th Avenue, two people started pointing and shouting, that's a man in a dress. Hey, everyone, look, it's a man in a dress. I looked all around me, but I couldn't find whom they were talking about. There were no men in dresses to be found. Besides, even if there had been, how is that remarkable, let alone an insult? It is an article of clothing. It's like saying, hey, everyone, look, it's a lamppost. Nothing out of the ordinary here. Just keep on moving. I realized that they were, in fact, addressing me when they took out their camera phones to take some shots of me. My heart started to beat faster. My chest tightened. I turned up the music in my headphones. I walked faster. I did not look back. 
This is a disconnect I've come to know well between what people see and who I actually am. I have learned that the most lethal part of the human body is not the fist, it is the eye. What people see and how people see it has everything to do with power. I just think that's kind of profound. And I think it's a, it's a great perspective for someone who maybe doesn't consider that the fact that the way they feel most comfortable maybe makes someone else say something like this or stand up and say something like, first of all, I have never walked down the street and had any inkling of wanting to yell at someone about what they're wearing. So it floors me that people would do that, but I just, I know not all people are me. <laughs> so there's that. But um, yeah, it just, yeah, I think that's a, that's a great thing to end on and kind of, I want to hear from you all what your experiences are like between what you feel like your gender is versus what you feel like people perceive your gender is. For me personally, it's kind of like a weird struggle right now because I feel like I'm stuck in this place between where I'm heading with my body and my physical presentation, but I'm not there yet. I have more dysphoria around my chest, I think, than I did before because I feel like I look like a man with boobs and it's not my vibe. So there's that. <laughs> so cool. That's all I have for you this week. Thanks for tuning back in. I've missed you. I hope you've missed me. And yeah, don't forget to check us out at Bow My God Pod, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. You can also find us at bowmygod.com on any of your favorite podcast platforms, which I hope at this point, because you're listening, you already know. But thanks again. I'm Bo Bradley. My pronouns are he and they. And I'll catch you next time.